Welcome to Tackless Radio. unconditionally (laughs) women children and dogs are loved unconditionally a man is only loved under the condition that he provides something okay I've never heard a woman in my life say you know after he got laid off we got so much closer (laughs) no 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 I, I once heard my grandmother say A broke man is like a broke hand. Can't do nothing with it. What kind of gangster shit is that? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio. And of course, it is I, your favorite host, B-Bad. And I'm coming back at you hot, real hot, because this, of course, is your Shit I Saw segment the segment where I bring to you some shit that I saw and we're going to break it down and discuss it together. So Chris Rock came out with a stand-up special in 2018 called Tambourine. And that stand-up, in my opinion, was just a very grown man coming to terms with the mistakes that he's done in his marriage, in the past, all of that. It pretty, it was okay. And I love stand-ups. Um, and I like Chris Rock and it was a pretty okay stand-up for him to return to on Netflix. And there was this one quote that niggas all over the world have repurposed, reused, and reposted with fucking sad ass, very serious, very, oh my God, this is like Buddha speaking music behind it. And the sentiment basically is that women children and dogs are loved unconditionally and men are not men are loved conditionally by what they can provide by what they can give by what they can do one no one no one is loved unconditionally the reason why i believe that no one is loved unconditionally is because we as humans don't know how to love appropriately, in my opinion. Our love is full of ego. Our love is full of control. Our love is very much so predicated on what can you do for me or what can I get out of this? A lot of the relationships that we're in are very self-interested. People are not in relationships to experience another person. A lot of times people are in relationships to get something out of it so that that other person can make what they got going on better. So I kind of feel like just off rip, no one is loved unconditionally. So let's break down why Chris believes that women are loved unconditionally, children are loved unconditionally, pets, dogs are loved unconditionally. But men aren't. 
That would be due to patriarchy, first off, because only men create patriarchy, enforce patriarchy, set up patriarchy, and then bitch and moan and complain about patriarchy. Because the patriarchal system that we all live in is what told you, as a man, your worth is very much so dependent upon what you can produce, what you can provide, and how much money you have. Kind of, sort of, on how strong you are and how well you look, and that's very much so to continue your genes. (laughs) But men have all of these things that they have to do if they want somebody to love them. And that's very much so patriarchy because men are voided of emotion. Love being one of them. So a lot of those motherfuckers can't even reciprocate love, let alone love someone else unconditionally. Because if we were to start asking the real questions, the first question I would want to ask Chris is like, do men know how to love unconditionally? Because if they don't know how to love unconditionally, then why are they expecting to be loved unconditionally? But but here's the kicker, here's the kicker. Men, because of that patriarchal society that I was talking about, men, in my opinion, as being a woman, a black woman at that, I have seen how we as a society have given passes, we've turned the other cheek, we have covered our eyes when it comes to the bullshit that men do. Time and time again, it's an expectation at this point that we just ignore the bullshit that men do because we as women or children, the offspring of said man or man's best friend, which is that fucking dog, that fucking pet, the animals, men decided that we are to look past their flaws and love them regardless. Am I wrong? I am. So y'all don't tell women to look past cheating, to look past abuse, to work it out. Oh girl, he's just overreacting. Y'all don't y'all don't say that. Y'all don't throw a hissy fit when your children don't think about you or don't remember Father's Day or don't think to call or text you as if you were an active parent. You offended because your kids don't know your birthday. But you don't know theirs either. I think the dog at this point might be the only thing that unconditionally loves men. And at that point, I would even say that's a condition. Because if you ain't got no Scooby snacks, I'm pretty sure Scooby-Doo gonna bite you in your ass. I saw that video get hundreds and thousands of views. The video of Chris Rock stating that the only people that receive unconditional love are women, children, and dogs. And I laughed from the depths of my soul because I knew that was some bullshit. So I am going to be reading you some statistics, some data from an article that Time Magazine wrote. Now I know that y'all are like, Time Magazine is not a credible source or it's not like an actual research research source, I get it. But I am going to let you all know that the research is coming from the University of Michigan. So they are basically taking the data that the researchers at the University of Michigan did on divorce rates and individuals with terminal illness and reported. So the article is titled, 
divorce more likely when wife falls ill? And that is one of the first things that my mind went to because I already knew that statistically, when a man and a woman are together and the wife falls sick, according to this information, according to the data in this article and other articles and other research and other research papers that I've read, one out of four couples, one out of four couples, when the wife is sick, will get divorced. So fuck all that till death do us part through sickness and in health because the moment the wife gets sick, like really sick, like terminally ill. So they're looking at people with lupus, people with cancer, people who have to go through radiation, like terminal illnesses. One out of four wives will have to worry about their husbands divorcing them because husbands don't do well when their world has to change. Very high statistics of men cheating on their wives or girlfriends once they've given birth. Because once a man's world changes, he does reckless shit. Like cheat on the woman that just birthed him a child or divorce his wife who was just diagnosed with cancer. So researchers from the University of Michigan found that the risk of divorce is higher for older couples when the wife, not the husband, gets sick. Numbers show that 75% of couples dealing with chronic disease end in divorce. In the Michigan research study, which is being presented at the Population Association of American Annual Meeting, the researchers looked through 20 years of data on 2,717 married couples. At least one of the partners was over 50 at the start of the study. The researchers also look for diseases like cancer, heart disease, lung disease, and stroke, and how they impacted the marriages. In all, 31% of marriages ended in divorce. Men were more likely than women to get sick. However, divorce was common when the wife got sick and not the husband. So Chris Rock, after reading that out loud, I would wanna know, how is it that women are loved unconditionally when them are going to go through divorce if they were to fall ill and get sick? That doesn't sound like a woman who is unconditionally loved. And we won't even talk about children. The only reason that we as a society think, think that we love children unconditionally is that's because of, that's because that's what we're supposed to say. Y'all don't give a fuck about kids between abortion rights between the fact that y'all would rather children be here with parents that don't want them to be here. You all take away social services. You all don't give a fuck about education. You don't give a fuck about childcare or paternity leave or maternity leave. Y'all don't actually give a fuck about children. As they keep getting snatched and put into sex trafficking, as your pastor touches on your children, but you turn a blind eye. Y'all actually don't really give a fuck about children the way that you say you do. That's just what we're supposed to say as a society because they are the defenseless and the very fragile individuals of our society. So we're supposed to say we love children we're and we're supposed to say that we protect children, even though you niggas don't. A lot of you all prey on children. A lot of you all groom children. A lot of you all abuse and attack children. 
some of those people being the very fathers they belong to. So again, Chris Rock, how are women and children now loved unconditionally? And I'm not even gonna just bring up dogs because animals, it is what it is. But I'ma just say one thing about the whole dog thing, about the whole animal thing, Mike Vick. Case in point. Moving on, I believe that a lot of men believe that they were given the short end of the stick, that their life is super tough and really difficult and really hard. And this is the most important part, all of that and nobody gives a fuck and nobody cares and no one has sympathy for men. And I wanna let men know that the reason you feel like that is because of patriarchy. Because patriarchy told you that you are a man dependent upon how much you work, how much money you have, what you can, what you can provide, and what you can protect. I'm not gonna lie, that is a bullshit ass criteria to expect men to live up to if they wanna be quote unquote men. In my opinion, we need to change or just get rid of the definition of what we think classifies someone as a man. Because I understand that a lot of men feel as if no one gives a fuck about them because our society is set up in a way where we normally where we normally don't give spaces to men to care about them. Men don't even give spaces to one another to care about shit. Y'all kill each other over the littlest thing. Y'all jealous. Y'all fuck each other's hoes. Y'all steal from one another. It is just men mentally running rampant with their toxicity and telling everybody else to just deal with it. And then when they themselves can't deal with it, then it's woe is me. Fellas, everyone is loved conditionally. Women, children, animals, we are all loved conditionally. But what is so interesting about this particular topic, which is why I even wanted to bring it on my episode as a shit I saw, is because I have to talk about the fact that that is a very skewed way of looking at the world. If you truly do believe that women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally and men are never loved, unconditionally so fellas moving forward do understand that you all's struggles aren't that unique and I would challenge you to talk to women to understand children a little bit more but take a moment to step back and think about somebody else's perspective because I guarantee you When it comes to women, children, dogs, and men, because we live in a patriarchal society, men are the most loved. You all get to act a fucking fool. You get to be crazy. You get to be tiresome, troublesome, and you get to be a predator. And you get jobs, you get your dick sucked, you get to quote unquote, continue your legacy with children. You get to have wives which take care of you. And all you have to do is make a little money and show up to a game or two. That sounds like an easy breezy fucking job as a man. So please do not continue thinking that you have it worse 
when our society was actually set up for you. Because if anything, love, you're sitting at the head of the table. So now it's time for y'all's song of the week. And we were supposed to get a SZA summer. I thought she was supposed to be dropping some more music. I thought we were supposed to be getting an album. And in short, he just like disappeared. Doesn't shock me though, because the whole running joke is not even a joke anymore. But the whole running joke is that SZA is a liar. So it does not shock me (laughs) that she dropped like this little ass interlude and then just left us hanging. But boy, is it such a good interlude. I'm calling it an interlude because it's like no more than a minute and 30 seconds of a song. Just fucking hate that SZA can be such a disappointment. So here's your song of the week. Bloodstained Shirt by SZA. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, y'all. And it is now time for the tactless topic of the week. And I just want to share a story and hit it home with a point. Recently, a friend and I were at a restaurant late, late, like after hours. So like customers were gone. The staff was like closing up and everybody was just like, eating and like passing out drinks. It was like kind of the wind down, which I've worked in the restaurant industry before. My friend works in the in, in the restaurant industry. So I kind of knew like everybody was pretty much just like chill, but like still cleaning things down, wiping things down, getting ready to wrap up for the night. And the reason that my friend and I were there is because my friend knew a couple of the people um, who were, who worked there which allowed him and I to come in and just kind of hang out with them for a little bit. And they were just bullshitting and drinking. So they were like, yeah, y'all can come in and just drink with us and hang out. So I'm drinking just like straight whiskey at this point. They asked me what I wanted. They poured me a glass of whiskey. Everyone's drinking like wine or a spritzer of something, but everyone's drinking basically. I'm introducing myself to all the individuals there because I don't know them, but everyone's cool. Everyone's chill. You know, we're just talking, rapping, just like really having a good time. And I have to go to the bathroom. So I take my drink. I take my purse. I go to the bathroom. My friend's checking on me because we've been drinking all day at this point. So honestly, this was like the last place we were going for the night. I go to the bathroom and my friend checks on me like, hey, are you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'll be out in a little bit. And I come back out and I sit at the bar, which all of us are sitting at the bar. And the owner, who's an older black gentleman, 
the owner just like kind of cuts everybody off and he's like, hey. And like, it really changed the energy in the room. It felt very serious where we were all very jovial. He was just kind of like, hey. And then all of a sudden my friend pops up and was like, no, 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 let me tell her. And I'm like, oh, so that hey was directed to me. So my friend comes over and he whispers in my ear, don't take your glass to the bathroom next time. And I'm like, oh, okay. It wasn't a plastic cup or anything. It was like nice crystal. It was like a glass. It was an actual glass. Um, I also know that a lot of people feel very weird about just even bringing drinks or especially food into a bathroom because it's like not that hygienic. But for me personally, because I am a woman who has been in this body all 32 years of my life, anytime that I'm out somewhere, I don't even think about it. I just naturally always bring my drink with me because the rule is, which all us ladies know, the rule is the moment your eyes are no longer on that cup, that ain't your drink no more. Throw it away, get a new one. So it was some really nice whiskey. It was some uncle nearest. I was not about to like not keep drinking it. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm just bring my glass with me. And when my friend was like, hey, don't take your glass into the bathroom. I was like, okay. The owner said he don't want the glasses in the bathroom. Totally fine. Totally fine. It's his restaurant. I'm here as a guest anyway. Whatever you want, boss. Whatever you want. My impression of the situation was that he just wanted to tell me like to not take glasses into the bathroom because they're wrapping up. They're cleaning up. They probably washing the dishes, washing the glasses. So like that was totally fine. But what my friend tells me later about the situation was not about the decorum of the silverware and dishware and cutlery of the restaurant. What my friend told me in the car when we left was that me taking my glass into the bathroom offended the owner. And he was going to say something to me, not just say something to me. He was going to check me about taking my glass to the bathroom. He was going to check me in the vein of, don't nobody do that here. We don't be roofing people here. You don't feel like you can trust us. We not that type of establishment. You could have left your glass. Wasn't nobody going to do nothing to your glass. And your friend is here. Like you think we would do something to your glass in front of your friend. And we know him and that like it was slightly because men never cease to amaze me. Um, So I'm always prepared for it, but it slightly threw me off guard because I don't understand why you would check me, a woman, about keeping eye on my glass because me doing so offended you. I was confused on how he would be offended by the fact that I, as a woman, have to do multiple things throughout a day to protect myself. One of those things being taking my purse, taking my glass. Hell, if I wasn't going to the bathroom, I'd take my fucking food with me because I've seen enough of my friends roofied. I've seen enough of other women that I've had to save in the bathroom roofied. And I don't give a fuck who you are. Women who have been with partners for years and women who just met somebody have been roofied. And I don't think 
that the owner took a moment to put himself in my shoes as a woman. Instead, he, as a man, which I am starting to realize a lot of men have been doing this, he, as a man, got offended because I do not know the difference between a good guy or a bad guy. I am a, I, I as a woman just know to protect myself. And he felt offended because I was protecting myself in a way that if he was a bad guy, I removed the situation from him being able to do something. Now, let me be very clear to say that I don't think they were going to do anything to me. I don't think that the owner was going to put anything in my drink. I didn't think at all. It is just second nature for us as women to grab things, to take things, to tell people where we are. It is just, we are conditioned. Our experience as women in this world is that we are just conditioned to do certain things that if something happens to us, we are leaving a paper trail and electronic trail, or we don't leave things close to us open and vulnerable for someone to do something to us. Because our experience as a woman in this world is that if something was to happen to us, we're at fault. Rarely do we have conversations in our society where we are putting the actual onus on the assailant. Unfortunately, if I was to get roofied and something was to happen to me, I would be the one. Well, why'd you leave your drink out, girl? You don't know those niggas. You've been drinking all night and then you go to another bar and everybody's drinking and nobody and like the security left and people got their guard down. Why would you do that? Like literally, unfortunately, a part of my experience as a woman is that I am also at fault for being the victim. And then when I do things to protect myself, I'm also at fault for making you feel disrespected. My friend goes, yeah, he felt so offended by the fact that you grabbed your glass that he wanted to say something to you and was going to make this big thing about like he's been in the industry for X amount of years and he has James Beard awarded people around him. People in his kitchen have been on Top Chef and his bartenders are like world known. He was about to go into this whole spiel about how world renowned his staff was. As if world-renowned celebrity, priests, pastors, judges, police officers, officials haven't raped, abused, killed, trafficked, and traumatized women. I don't think men realize that we as women don't give a fuck about your title. Your title does not, your title does not equate to safety. And that's what he thought. That him being the owner of the restaurant, I should have felt comfortable to leave my drink. If anything, the more status you have as a man, I am more weary of you because you now have connections that if you did something to me, those connections will step in and wipe that shit away. Because you're famous, because you're popular, because you're well known and you're and you want to keep it that way. You want to keep your record squeaky clean. Even so, there is absolutely no reason for you to get offended unless you were going to do something. Now, I'm not saying he was, but I wanted to call this situation to the forefront because a lot of men become offended and think that women are attacking them per se when we take steps to protect ourselves. As an example, men get offended when you don't want to go to their house for a date. 
oh, girl, I ain't going to chop you up into little pieces. I don't know that. Men get offended when you want to meet in public places for the first date. Oh, you think I'm like the Facebook killer, the Craigslist killer or something? I don't know. Men get offended when they can't pick you up from your house and you tell them, nah, I'm going to drive and meet you there. Girl, don't nobody care about where you live. I'm not coming back to your place. I don't know that. That's the thing, fellas. We don't know. We don't know. So many times I've seen the quote unquote good guy turn around and do some fucked up shit. I have had the quote unquote good guy turn around and do some fucked up shit to me. Men are not walking around with good guy, bad guy on their fucking forehead. I don't, I, I just see snakes. I don't know if that's a garden snake. I don't know if that's a boa constrictor or a fucking python. I don't know what kind of fucking snake it is. I just know it's a snake. And I hate to say it, and maybe this is where men are getting offended, but men are snakes. Some of y'all are fine. Some of you all aren't. But men need to understand that you are a predator. I saw a tweet earlier that was so crazy, but it it, it was so fucking true. It was... It's got to be crazy to be a heterosexual woman because only you all, because only heterosexual women are attracted to their predator, their natural predator. Mind blowing. Of course, some, of course, some, not all men, but there's enough men. And that's what a lot of men don't realize because they want to be like, it's not all men. I don't be doing that weirdo shit. Here's the thing, baby. It's enough men. And there's been enough instances, there's been enough news reports, news stories, enough personal experiences for women to just naturally think about taking their glass to the bathroom without fucking thinking about it. And I think what we should not be doing is taking offense when women then do things to protect themselves. Men should not be offended because we don't know if you're a good guy or a bad guy. If anything, realize the experiences and the reality that women live in that we even have to take these precautions. Be sympathetic to the fact that this is the reality we live in. And if it calls you to do something about it, then check the men. Don't fucking check me because I am protecting myself from what is a natural predator, which are men. And for men who get offended because women are protecting themselves, those are the niggas you need to look out for. Because why are you upset that my keys are in my hand as I walk to the, as you walk me to the door? That if I need to fucking stab your ass in the throat, I can. Because women just live in a completely different reality that men, majority of men, have yet to just take two seconds out of their very egotistical day to say, hmm, what's the experience like for somebody else who does not have a dick? Please ask yourself that way more often. Before you get offended at a woman, ask yourself, what's it like to be a woman in this space? at this job, at this age, to be a woman of color, to be a black woman. Take two seconds to consider her reality and I promise you, or at least I hope, your attitude and your perspective on things look different.